Welcome to the MB Machine Podcast. I'm the Beeve. I'm the Midge. And we're here to pump you up. <laughs> <laughs> this is a special episode brought to you from two ends of a state. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the southern part. And I'm at the tippy top north part. <laughs> Going kayaking through the snow. <laughs> yeah, kayaking. Oh, whatever, sledding. <laughs> yep. Uh, feeling. There, you happy? Yeah, yeah. Up here, up here on the snow buggy. <laughs> Anything noteworthy happen? Uh, well, we already had one mechanical failure on somebody else's sled. Had to help them get the sled on the trailer. Only, thankfully, only happened a few miles away from the cabin. What else? I missed it last night. Somebody hit a, uh, like a, an ad, a home address sign, you know, that's out front of people's driveways. <laughs> yeah. Somebody got that stuck in their skis, and they didn't find out until they got back here to the cabin. Um, that's a that's that's interesting. <laughs> uh, apparently, it was already laying down, but I, I'm not sure. I think they just <laughs> didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So far, so good. That sounds exciting. Yep. I didn't tell you, but uh, uh, what was it, Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday, uh, Wednesday we took off to come up here, and I think I got food poisoning. <laughs> so I puked two times on my way up, and then, because uh, we're staying at a casino hotel, okay. and so, you know, because of COVID, now you, you have to wear your mask, and they make you do a temperature check, so <laughs> me and my sister... And her husband are looking at each other. We're like, uh-oh, well, this will be the <laughs> the sure sign in home if I have COVID or not. So <laughs> I do the temperature check, and thankfully it gave me a green light to go. So, But, yeah, Wednesday night, spent all night uh, pissing out my ass and puking. So, wow, that's, that's very informative, Beef. Yeah, well, I figure, you know, throw the details in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted and I have nothing to say to this. <laughs> I'm a paragon of light, and this is just trying to rupture my, my good name. You're a paragon of white? Light. Light. Oh, light. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, you're really starting to show your white supremacist fucking colors. <laughs> De- I'm definitely not a white su- supremacist. <laughs> suppress everybody to do what i want (laughs) yeah yeah exactly (sighs) but how are things been going down your end uh you know snow snow everywhere nothing but constant snow but oh i'm about to die in my pirate game yeah because i paused it our ship up our rowboat's gone Was that that sea of thieves you were talking about yeah 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 i'm playing that right now my cousin and my brother and man, it, we, we so I just watched. We rode up to the shore. My brother's running around grabbing Lou, and then a skeleton with a bomb ran at us and exploded. And now I'm off the rowboat. The rowboat didn't sink. I misspoke. Oh, okay. And they just spawned another one, so they're having a great time trying to kill these skeletons. Apparently, oh, my brother's dead. So, <laughs> so, that, so that game has skeleton jihadis. <laughs> 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so something that did happen. So the president came and visited Pfizer yesterday. And Joe Biden? Walked, huh? Joe Biden? Yeah, yeah. Like Joe Biden was in Kalamazoo. Wow. Oh, shit. Well, that doesn't matter. Anyways, yeah, he came to visit Pfizer. I, uh, I walked up to the airport fence and watched their, their airplane take off. That's oh, probably that's- the closest I'll ever get to the president. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was pretty nice, nice niece. I don't know what neat, whatever. Trying to niece, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna watch the president take off. Uh, not not really a whole lot, honestly. This will be one of our shorter podcasts. I feel. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, we'll see where it takes us. You never know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we had uh, the second. <clears throat> The second half of our group show up last night about one in the morning, <clears throat> and I was smart enough to choose the room closest to the door. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's genius. So I heard a bunch of drunk people come in at like you know one thirty in the morning, fucking <laughs> raising all. <laughs> but yeah, uh, went riding over towards. Uh, Pictured rocks last night or yesterday. Oh, that's that's and, pretty cool. Um, yep, got to see that, which I've never seen it. So I get first time I've ever seen it's in the winter time. <clears throat> <laughs> but uh, yeah, trails. Uh, some of the trails are okay. Some of them are not so good. And my sister was bitching about it the whole time. She's like, "These <laughs> are really bad trails." I'm like, "These are not even close to the worst I've been on." Uh, have you ever rode any kind of trails where they have moguls, you know, like the small bumps? And uh, imagine you're riding on a road with a bunch of potholes, and yeah. you can't dodge the potholes. <laughs> and, <laughs> so basically, you're hitting every single damn pothole. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, and uh, they they weren't the worst I've been on. I've been on ones where it's like, uh like two and a half to three feet high moguls so you're constantly going up and down up and down up and down, <laughs> up and, down and you can't get any speed so you're just wrecking your fucking knees and your back and fucking sucks ass but there was only one section of trail that was the worst the rest of it was not so bad but, okay but we, we had fun for the most part um well I mean- Sounds like your sister did it. <laughs> yeah, she's a big puss. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. Um, hey, I just remembered one of our topics that we were going to talk about before we signed off last time. What was that? I forgot. We were going to talk about something about age. You had something. Oh, going oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Uh, so. I, I hate how there's an age limit for smoking, which is now 21. Drinking is yeah. 21, but you can go and die for a country at 18. Like, yeah. in my opinion, pick pick the age where where you're an adult and you're a fucking adult. Like, there's no longer a, a, a scale for different things. No. Pick one. At the point that you're an adult, anything that you can legally do as an adult, you should be able to legally do. So yep. I don't give a fuck if it's, if it's 26. And then that's when you can drink, freaking smoke, go to war buy a car, buy a house, what the fuck ever. But if you're going to pick an age to where you can do adult things, that's when you're an adult. So everything should be legal on that age. I don't give a shit. It, oh, you're not mature enough yet. Your brain's still developing. Then fucking push everything the fuck back. 
Uh, there's a Megalodon circling me right now. And get just fucking, you know, it, it shouldn't be a, a, a range of ages. It should be one. One age. You're an adult. You can do what you want to do. No more of this, this variation on shit. And it drives me nuts because people are like, oh, no, no, no. You should have to wait till you're, you're, you know, 21 to smoke. Why? If you can go and die for your fucking country, then you should be able to, to smoke. Like, yep. it shouldn't be illegal to drink, to smoke, to do any of this shit. Like, it, <laughs> at the point where you're saying you're old enough to go die, you're old enough to do everything in the book. Like, n- my opinion. There shouldn't be a, uh, you can't do this because your, your brain's not developed enough. It'll be developed enough for you to go and die <laughs> and kill other people, but you can't choose to smoke, though. Cool. That's bad. Yeah, I already kind of went on a rant about the whole military being a big, you know, scam, in my opinion. Because uh, that's why they choose 18-year-olds is because they're dumb, <laughs> and they know they can talk them into doing that. <laughs> I mean, because you have no life experiences. Yeah, you have no experience to go off from to know that, hey, these old corrupt fucks in Congress don't give a shit about you. You're just going to go die in some sandbox for no fucking reason. I mean, yeah. they since like 2000, I would say 2008, like, or not even 2008, like probably like 2005, like less than five years later. If you, if you want to know more about why Afghanistan and that whole shit show after 9-11 was a fucking, it was a, it was nothing. Like they literally did not know why they were going over there other than to get Osama bin Laden. And then they somehow uh, pulled some shit out of their ass to justify going into Iraq. Go look up the Afghanistan papers. Like they released through uh, freedom of information act. They released mm-hmm. like dozens and dozens of interviews and memos, inside memos, uh, emails, you name it from CIA personnel and uh, Homeland security and FBI and uh, the different cabinet heads, like they released all this like evidence of them just literally not knowing why the fuck they were sending people over there. Like yep. it, it was just a big clusterfuck and it was basically just government corruption and incompetence just all rolled into one. Well, and, you go ahead, sorry. Yeah. And it's just, they just totally, they fucked a bunch of people. A bunch of people died because of it. They all those people should be tried for war crimes, basically, and fucking thrown in jail. I, like everybody, <clears throat> there's a guy I listen to, Dave Smith, and he's like, uh-huh. uh, everybody <clears throat> that's you know for Trump's impeachment, they should be for him getting impeached, but not for the reason they want to impeach him. <laughs> they should want to impeach him for war crimes for continuing this fucking war over in the Middle East. Like, what are we fucking accomplishing right now? We're not accomplishing anything over there. All we're doing is wasting money, killing more people. I mean, we're literally funding uh, Saudi Arabia, the the king over there, to fucking bomb people in Yemen because there's some fucking rebels over there. And when we're bombing them, we're basically um, – all the innocent people over there can't get food right now. So we're starving innocent people. Because we want to stay friends with the Saudi Arabians. And that has gone on since Obama. So for the past fucking eight years, possibly, this genocide has gone on. And nobody's fucking talking about it. Nobody gives a shit. 
But anyway, um, that's a that's a fucking rant that I could go down for a long time ago. We'll but, do this on a different one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just going so, back to the age thing, it, you know, these 18-year-olds don't know that they're getting suckered into this kind of political, geopolitical bullshit. They don't have any life experience to go off from to make the right decision. So, you know, why is it okay, like you said, for an 18-year-old to be allowed to make that big of a fucking decision? But then you have to wait till you're 21 in order to drink a beer, smoke a cigarette, or uh, what else can you do when you're 21? Well, no, at 18, you can also, you can buy a porno mag and you can vote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're good enough to vote for your leaders of the country, but you can't have a cigarette and a beer on wine. And, you know, I don't give a fuck if you're fucking getting hammered every weekend, you know, vomiting yeah. off the balcony and, you know, almost dying. That, yeah. hey, you're 18, you can vote. I think you should be able to choose the, to be a complete idiot as well and vomit everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I can't. You're, you're absolutely right about the, the uh, hypocrisy and the incompetence concerning the age of consent laws. I mean, and, it's, it's, oh, crazy. it's crazy because like at 18, you can go to Mexico and you can drink. You know, you go to certain yep. European countries, you can be 16 and drink, but you can't drive when you're 16 in Europe. You know, it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's more responsible that you have a beer than it is to drive. Like they have more. <laughs> You're old enough to drink, but you sure as hell can't drive yet. <laughs> and that's that's the other thing. It's like, oh well, well we have to put it off because they're not mature enough to to be able to you know drink. Well, why the fuck we let them drive then? Like if you can't have a beer, and you can't make that decision to not get behind the wheel at 18 because you're you're not smart then shit you shouldn't be driving a vehicle yet like <laughs> uh, how scary is that 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 we have to <laughs> say you can't have a beer but you can drive though you can drive this big ass piece of machinery wherever you want yep. <laughs> super dangerous but that's fine though oh and then you can't you can't open carry though either <laughs> can't do that <laughs> oh, that's right you can't you can't you cannot you cannot own a gun right? purchase a gun until you're 18 too is that isn't that correct? Yeah. Uh, so it depends on the state sometimes, and uh, so like in Michigan, you can uh, you can open carry at eighteen, and you can buy a pistol from a private owner, but you can't buy a pistol from an FFL dealer like a gun store until you're twenty one. So, makes <laughs> no fucking sense. And then at eighteen, you can't concealed carry, but you can open carry. I'm like, what the fuck is this stupid, retarded shit? Like, this this is why, like, everybody that thinks the government does a better job at shit, I'm like, <laughs> just open your fucking eyes and look at the laws that we currently have. There are so many retarded loopholes that they leave in their laws but, to where this beef. stupid shit happens. But beef, government's good. <laughs> government's good. Remember that. When, when you go to sleep at night, Papa Joe tucks you in, you wake up the next day because of him, and you get to live longer in this great United States because of Papa Joe and Ooh. Papa Trump and Papa, uh, what's the other one before? Obama, Obama. Papa Bush, yeah. going back yeah, you know, yeah. 150 fucking years, you know, we got a, yeah, bunch exactly. of, a bunch of geniuses that ran this yeah. fucking country, you know? <laughs> so, so we need to get on top of more funny. 
We went on a dark. We went right down a dark road. <laughs> <laughs> we turned on that dish and just kept the pedal of the metal. <laughs> raised the children over. <laughs> it was it was happening. Yep, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Jesus takes the wheel and turn this conversation into something funny. <laughs> well, either Jesus or Jesus, depending on where you're from. <laughs> oh, Jesus, David. oh man, shit. What? I just said your name. Oh, you dumbass. Yeah. I thought I was going to be the first one to do it, but you did it. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> well, let's just keep going. I There's got to be a way to download this fucking episode and edit it. There's no way that you can't do that. Good luck. I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I... Yes, as we've figured out our volume issues. By the way, the last episode, good volume. Like, I yep. thought it was decent. Yep, I <laughs> definitely noticed a big, a substantial change. <laughs> yeah, who knew? Uh, what else was there? There was the age, there was something else. <sighs> yeah, I, I, all I remember was you wanted to bring up age. Yep, that was it. That was the only thing I remember too, because I was going to go on a long rant at the end of it there. But there, was, there, there was a there was a couple things I thought through the week that I just forgot to write down on the fucking board, but now I can't even remember it. So who knows? Yep. Bitch. Yep. Um, well, I mean, this one could just be a shorter episode. Yeah, it could be. I just hate to hate to only do like a twenty minute episode. That seems kind of like a waste. Uh, shit. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank, man. <laughs> it's much easier to talk when we're in person. Well, yeah, because right now, usually if I just look at you or you look at me, sometimes we can just talk about shit that we see from each other. <laughs> Exactly, because we were usually waving our arms. I'm waving my arm right now as I'm speaking. So, <laughs> I, mean, oh, really uh, I, I got a whole lot. Oh. I got a whole lot going on. I started a new job. It's not bad. Uh, oh, oh yeah, that's right. I I've learned what competent training's like and what competent training is not like. Oh yeah. I, I'm I'm beating my head against the wall trying to learn about wiring diagrams and how to read them. Okay. And I'm doing this all with no no idea of what the terminology is for what I'm doing. Like I'm doing electrician work without realizing what 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 any of the symbols are and everything I haven't teach myself. So no, no shit. Troubleshooting skills on me are pretty good, I'd have to say. Like no. I, I had no idea what the fuck I was looking at and I've picked it up slowly and steadily. Like open closed, no idea what that meant before today. <laughs> I just like listen to people talk and I was like, well, Oh, oh, so, and you know, having to figure that out, that's fun. My hmm. boss is missing a thumb. Didn't notice that till yesterday. <laughs> Apparently, he got sucked into a conveyor, and that's that's no bueno. <laughs> and then, which leads to me to when I first got the job and started talking with him, I was like, uh, lock out, tag out. How important is safety to you guys? And it's like, you'll lose your job if you don't lock it, tag it out. And I was like, huh, that makes sense now. We have such a strong feeling for that. Because <laughs> I have a feeling if I lost a limb, I would have basically the same thing where it's like you're gonna lock that shit out or you're yeah. gone. Yeah. I uh so at the the second weld shop I worked at when I was younger, I worked with a guy 
his nickname was Doc. So uh, Doc had lost uh, the lower part of his left leg, I think, at that same shop. And Holy shit. he still fucking worked there. And he was like in his late 60s when I worked there, and he still fucking works there. He's probably in his mid-70s now, still fucking working there. I'm like, how the fuck? You? you know, I'm sure it's said in every generation, but like the generation before, or even two generations before your generation, they always seem like fucking invincible motherfuckers, you know? <laughs> like, it's it's crazy how how tough they can seem sometimes. Um, so I'll agree with that to an extent. I feel more sad for most of them, especially when they're like, I got to get back to work because I'm bored. Like, I get it. If you love your job, that's one thing. But if, if you have a mindless job and you're like, I got to get back to work because I'm bored and you don't have any hobbies, I feel sad for you, especially when you're 50, 60, because when you retire, you ain't going to do shit. Well, I think that's why, because he said that he retired and then he came back. And I think he said he came back because he wasn't making enough from his retirement. Now. Um, I'll say that I don't know what his exact details were, you know, maybe he didn't put enough money away in his retirement. So that, that could be why he had to do that. But also I'll say this, those older generations, you know, all they knew when they grew up was working hard, you know? So a lot of them, I think they just don't know what to do if they're not working. Like they, I, I think they can have fun, but they don't feel like they're fulfilling their life if they're not working. You know what I'm saying? I do, and I'm sad for those people. But I'll yeah, tell you right now, if I didn't have to work a day in my life, I would have a bunch of shit that I'd be doing. I'd be making a forge. I'd be making silverware, swords. I would be learning the violin. I would be freaking training for a marathon. I would... I would be fixing my car more than what I am. Like, I would have no problem if I was filthy rich, keeping my time occupied with things to do. I'd be playing video games. Like, I'd be doing all kinds of shit. Okay, okay. I would not hold, hold, those hold, people hold, are like, oh, work. I need work. Hold, hold on, hold on. Some of the things you just listed require work. Okay. Tra- training, for not, a mar- tra- training for a marathon, that requires work. But that's uh, fun. Work, fixing your car, that requires work. That's fun. <laughs> Some people so don't consider difference. that fun. <laughs> going going to work for somebody else is different than working for yourself. Well, no, I agree with that. But I, what I'm saying is, and I would, so what I'm saying, I guess, is that just because they have to have work doesn't mean that it necessarily has to be for somebody else. So I agree with okay. you about the working for other people thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh. That's what I meant when I said work. So okay. If I refer to yeah. work. It's not doing something for myself. It's going to work for somebody else in a factory pushing the same button every day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, if, you, if every, you're, you're, you're that fucking bored. Pick right. up a goddamn hobby of some kind. <laughs> hey, that's right. if it's masturbating to different kinds of porn. Like, at that point, do something to where you don't feel like you have to be at work in order to be fulfilling your life. <laughs> I, di- I didn't know that masturbating to different types of porn was a hobby. <laughs> Just for instance, okay. Just for instance, <laughs> I didn't know there was like there hobby, a It's like a YouTube <laughs> channel where you're fucking. I'm like, well, today we're gonna masturbate to hentai. 
<laughs> There's a plethora of different kinds of porn, man. Yeah, I know. The, the imagination is limitless when it comes you to that. You got milk, you got guilt, you got dad porn, you got mom porn, you got freaking teenager porn, you got braces porn, and you have subcategories of those too. Got Latina mom, black mom, white mom, Chinese mom, uh, Korean mom, like same thing, just right down the list. Like right there, you got like 30 different pornos you could watch. Hey, here's a question for you. What's the type of porn that makes you laugh? Like you can't even take it seriously. Delivery porn. Like when a delivery man shows up or a cop shows up and instead of arresting them or delivering the food, they fuck them. Because if I'm a delivery man and I'm delivering pizza, I'm like, I mean, Okay, cool, but if, if I'm going to fuck, we're going to eat this pizza, though, right, first? Because I've been working all day, and I'm hungry. Like, I can smell this shit. And then top it off, the people you deliver to don't look like that usually. Like, you're going to open that door, it's going to be some bitch with, a, with another eye, probably missing her toes. And you're like, eh. And if I turn the lights off and we eat first, maybe. <laughs> But those ones always make me laugh. Like, or the one where the where it's a female cop arresting a male suspect. Oh, they yeah. put the I'm like, what's this weapon? Every time, it's like a <laughs> as a weapon. And it's always like this gigantic penis that's just insanely large. And I'm like, well, if every crook was like this, there'd be probably a lot more female cops. <laughs> um, yeah, I gotta say. And then, the one that I think is the funniest is where it's either the mom or the sister is stuck and they're like, uh, they're like, Oh, she's like, you know, they, they call out for their, their stepson or whoever yeah. and they show up and they're like, Oh yeah, I'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I just thrust hard enough, I'll get you unstuck. <laughs> and the other one's always like, yeah, yeah. Try that. Do it harder. <laughs> <laughs> or, or when they're stuck under an object that is clearly not being stuck under. Yeah. No, that, that's like what's even funnier. Like, you know, they're not actually, they couldn't even get stuck if they wanted to, but they're still, it's like, there's, a, it's like, it's a, like a six a, foot gap. It's like a big ass coffee table. And like yeah. they got like four inches around every part of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Or the, there's also the 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 fighting ones where they're they're training to be a, a fighter. Oh and yeah. They start fucking and like <laughs> it's like oh okay, well that's never happened in a real fight. You live in your fantasies. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. <clears throat> yeah, those are always funny. Oh. And then, so talking about porn, I always feel bad for the guys with with huge dicks, because it's like you will never feel the the complete warmth around your penis. Like she can't get her a whole mouth around it, you can't get her vagina all the way down it. It's just like <laughs> there's a section of shaft that will always be cold. That's true. That's very true. Well, I shouldn't say cold. Colder. Yeah. Like and it's like, man, I I feel bad for them. They're all like, yeah, look at my big dick, and I'm like, man, I really enjoy being balls deep in. <laughs> that feeling is fantastic, and I will not trade my average size dick for a fucking humongous forearm down there because that's what I, mean. I gotta put my hands around it and grip it myself. I'd get like 
I get like a little snuggie for it. You know those blankets that are like snuggies? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would get my dick a snuggie so it felt warm. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. I just, and there's also like the giant penises of pores are just, sorry, giant penises and pores. Giant penises and porn are just fucking huge. Like, yep. like I think the average woman look at that and be like, oh my God, that's going nowhere near me. Like, it's going to cleave me in half. I'm going to feel it in my tonsils for a week and you're going to have internal bleeding. <laughs> like, and then that brings up the question of these women that are being fucked by these dicks, how much has their vaginas changed? Like, yeah, they, I, there, there's, there's got to be a documentary out there on this. You know? like there's varying depths of vaginas, like there's varying sizes of dicks. So there is a woman out there that a huge penis probably fits snugly and nice. And there's got to be someone with a really tiny one that's like, oh, my God, it's going to murder me. Because, like, because, like, they've done uh, they've done those documentaries. Have you seen them? I think some of them are on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, about uh, the porn industry. Yeah, after porn or something like that is what it's called. And mm-hmm. uh, they so they really they more focus on, like, the the uh, psychological health of the actors and actresses. But it's like, why don't you, like take a before and after picture <laughs> <You know? laughs> see what happened <laughs> I, I think I, I haven't watched the entire documentary so they usually I can't get through them but, uh, <laughs> the, uh, what I always wonder is is if these women had high self-esteem before they started porn I bet they still have high self-esteem afterwards and it's like if, if even men if you have high self-esteem beforehand where you, you value yourself afterwards it shouldn't be that big of a deal Yep. Like I think most people that get into it are into it for the wrong reasons and they yeah. think they can handle it, but when they're done, they're like, Oh, I wish I'd had a wife and a life. And it's like, Well, should have thought of that before you started doing that, because you're still gonna have a stigma to it. Um, I can personally I could care less if, if someone I knew or dated was doing porn beforehand, because it's before me. Right. In my opinion, if it's before me, it it it'll still change my opinion a little bit, but at the same time, as long as you're not still doing those things, I don't give a shit. Like, yep. whoop do fucking do? You you were 23, hot as hell, and you were like, I want to make some fucking money. And now you're driving a Maserati and parking in my garage? All right. As long yeah. as I'm the one parking my penis in you, I'm a happy man. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, There was an interview. I can't remember who. What the hell? I don't know what documentary I was watching. But they talked to... Uh, a porn actress from like the eighties. Uh and she was basically describing what you're describing, where she was like she was in it because she enjoyed having sex and she was mm-hmm. happy with who she was. And uh she kind of talked about the newer uh porn actresses and actors and she was like, you know, she's like back when she was in it, like as soon as she got in the room with the guy, she was all over him and you know, doing stuff. Whereas now she's like the new, the newer people in the industry, they get in the same room and they're all shy and they don't want to, you know, be near each other until they have to. And she's like, that's not why you're in the business. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, know why you're in the business. <laughs> so, and I'm like, I, I can kind of sympathize with that. Like, if, if you're, if you're shy, why the hell are you in this business? <laughs> and that's, that's another thing. It's like, if you are shy and you're trying not to be shy, I mean, porn will probably help you get there. But at the same time, 
it might not be the best way to get to not being shy. Yeah, that's like the holy shit lever, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like that's like you're cruising along going 30, now you're going 250 straight to a wall. Like you're like, we're going through that motherfucker regardless. Yeah. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I don't understand that. I don't understand that at all. Like I could never do that. I, so, I don't want my fat hairy ass on somebody's TV screen. <laughs> I don't disagree. I, would, I could never do porn. <laughs> it, it's, uh, I mean, I can't say I could never do it because if I wanted to do it, I could do it. It's pretty simple. But I have no desire to take part in a porno. Like, no. When I I have to have a connection with somebody to have sex. I can't just have random fucking one-off nightstands. Yep, me it, my dick doesn't work. Like I get too nervous. I'm too shy, and it's it's not. There's no point in it for me. Like I have to have passionate, loving sex. Hmm. And if I don't, it, I don't want to have sex. Like, like so passionate, loving sex can be different fucking varieties. Like sometimes I just want to pound it. Like, like I can still love you and have passion and be fucking <laughs> out of you. But I have to feel a connection. Like there can't be just nothing there. Like, right. I can't look at a woman and be like, oh, you're just a great piece of pussy. Yep. Like, there has to be more to it. Like, if 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 you talk to me and I want to murder myself, I can't have sex with you. Like, yeah. like if yeah. you're so dumb that I'm afraid you're going to stop breathing during sex, I can't have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> and if I think that you're you're going to beat me to death afterwards, like, if you're just an angry woman and, like, I'm scared for my life, I can't have sex. <laughs> like, like there's there's different levels of what I'm okay with, and I really do have to have some sort of of personal connection with somebody in order to even want to have sex with them. Because half the time my dick doesn't work if it if it doesn't, because I'm like this is pointless. Like every every it seems like almost every sitcom has a character that idolizes just fucking everything that walks. Yep. And it's like uh, if you do if you can do that and that's your jam, fucking go for it. I'm right. not knocking it at all. But personally, I can't do it. It's like I don't, I do not associate with Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother. Dude's hilarious. <laughs> like I, I write find the way he acts fucking funny because I'd never do it in a million years. <laughs> but if you can do that and you are Barney Stinson, fucking go to town. <laughs> like, like do what you got to do. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I mean, and usually in those sitcoms where there's that character eventually they have like some type of moral awakening and they fucking you know realize they fall in love with some chick and then they leave that lifestyle behind so you know it, it's obviously there's an exception to every rule but for the most part people eventually settle down yeah for the most part you're right except for the porn stars who die single and alone Right, or they get AIDS or something. <laughs> Heck yeah, you can't be saying that. There's only one person I know that got AIDS from fucking hookers, and that was Charlie Sheen. And I do not feel bad for that man, not even a lick. <laughs> yeah, like, he I know. That. I, I, huh? I said he had that coming. I agree. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like even though I just said I couldn't do that, if I could do that, like if it was something I was okay with, and you're 55 and you fucked thousands of women. I'm not going to say hundreds, thousands of women. <laughs> and then you get AIDS. I don't feel bad for you. You're rich. <laughs> You've had more sex than most people have in their entire lives. We're the most, like a combination of 10 people will have in their lives. 
Yeah. And you got AIDS and then you ruin your career. Not my problem, buddy. <laughs> like, I do not feel bad for you. Use a condom or know what you're fucking. Like, yeah. Plain and I, I think that's what really needs to be driven home a lot of this shit. It's just, yeah, I, I guess, uh, you know, th- that's why they have uh, health education or sex ed and schools, you know, it's because we're supposed to talk about it. But I mean, I don't know. It, it just, it doesn't seem like anybody really takes it seriously, you know, when they. No, when <laughs> because it's coming from someone you don't know or have a, a connection with. Like, this is something parents are supposed to do. Yeah. Like, that's another. So this is another rant is that, that if, if. You have a kid. You have an obligation to teach that kid about the world. And sex is part of the world as much as people don't want to admit it is. Yeah. Like, like yep. if you don't tell your kids about safe sex, they're going to be fucking without knowing how to do it safely. And then you're going to have a, a grandbaby in your house before they're fucking 17. Like, it, there needs to be a personal responsibility on teaching your children about sex. And so there's going to be multiple awkward conversations in your lives as a parent. Oh, your yeah. kids will be walking through Walmart like, why is that woman fat? And they're going to say it right in front of her, two foot from her, loud <laughs> as fuck. Like, oh, God, you know? <laughs> Sex is going to come up. And as a parent, I, I'm not a parent. So as a parent, you should feel, in my opinion, because I don't want to offend anybody, that you should inform them how it works. Like, you're going to have awkward conversations. If you're not ready to have these awkward conversations about fat people, about sex, about why does my penis get hard when, when I hear moaning on a, a PG-13 movie, you know, you're going to have these conversations. If you're not ready for them, don't fucking have kids. Yep. Like, don't abort that little bastard because it really does no one any good to have a child that's not loved and not raised right in society. Well, so here's here's a caveat to that because I, I agree the world would be a much better place if people raised their kids fucking right and had honest conversations with them. However, there are exceptions to that where there were people that had a shitty childhood and fucking roughed it out and still pulled it off and made like great inventions or discovered, you know, new things that nobody would have discovered if they didn't have their rough life. So I, I, I see both sides, you know. So I'm speaking from strictly the parent side. Like, like if you're a parent and you want to have a better life, get rid of that motherfucker. Like sometimes there's always exceptions to every rule, always yeah. exceptions. Yeah. But it, those are, are exceptions. They're, they're rarities. They're not the norm. Yep. The norm is that child grows up, does not contribute to society, and is just shit. Yeah. Now someone will get butthurt about that, whatever. Par- apparently, I hit a nerve and you know someone who didn't do it. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but that's still not the norm. You can know 10 people like that. That's not the norm. Right. No, I agree. But typically what happens is the child's unloved has severe problems growing up, like social problems, fucking anxiety, depression, blah, 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 blah. It's because the parent wasn't ready yet. They didn't raise them right. Yep. And don't get me wrong, struggling all that's important because if you don't struggle, you're not going to grow. But yeah, you have to have some perseverance in life. Yeah. And if if it was me, I would not want to abort the child, honestly. Don't take this as fucking health advice, people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is me talking about coworkers I've had that I was like, you know, if you were born at birth, I would be a happier man. Like, <laughs> it, this is where this is coming from. This isn't a, a what I do personally, so don't think that. <laughs> I I knock a hooker up 
I'm going to try to get her to keep the kid because I'd raise the kid right. <clears throat> I don't buy hookers either. I'll throw that out there. I love you, honey. You're amazing. <laughs> you know who you are. <clears throat> but <sighs> people just drive me fucking bonkers. It, it, the one time I'm like, we should help people. At the same time, it's like, you, you fucking made your own grave. Lie in it. Sorry, bed, whatever. Yeah. If you dug a hole and threw yourself on there, laying it, I guess. Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's what everybody has to do, you know. A lot of the reason we're in the shitstorm we're in, you know, in general is because of nobody has personal accountability anymore. It, I agree completely. Oh, so so real quick, going off the child, child talking and shit about killing them, because that's what it was, honestly, abortion, killing, whatever. <laughs> right. And uh, so I was at work and I'm trying to get to know my coworkers and my bosses. So I asked yep. one of them, I was like, hey, what would you do if you won a billion dollars? And the dude, no sh- like, shit you not, was like, I would start an orphanage. And I was like, what? He's like, yep. Because he would start an orphanage so that, in a, uh, well, I think he said foster home, but I think they're the same thing. If they're not, oh, well. Yep. And <clears throat> it's like, I'd make a place where kids wouldn't want to run away from. Like, oh, that wow. was his, his whole deal. And I was like, so clearly there's a story there. And he was like, yeah. well, we used to. She's, he said that somebody knew his aunt or someone would foster boys, only boys, because uh, I don't know why I didn't ask that. It wasn't my fucking right. my, my, my shit. Like, I was like, whatever, that's your, your aunt uncle's fucking deal. But they only fostered boys, and they would have ones that would just run away. And there was huh. nothing they could do to make convince them not to. And he was like, it, it sometimes, sometimes it didn't matter. Like, they, they, you, they, you just knew that this kid was going to run away. Like, yep. it, it didn't matter if they were, you know, they missed their parents or if they thought their home was better, they weren't going to stick around. Wow. So as soon as I asked him what he would do, he was like, I would build an orphanage. I would have basketball hoops. And he, like, he went on this whole thing about how he'd make it this great place to stay for, for, for children. He didn't just say boys, though. He's okay. like, for children, so they wouldn't run away. Yep. Because honestly, we do have a problem with fucking uh, orphans in fucking United States. Like, and it's not talked about. Right. Like, I joke, don't get me wrong, I joke about how no one loves them, so that's why they got given up in the first place, and no one ever will. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it's it's still fucking ridiculous that in the U.S., where we're the greatest nation in the world, we still have kids growing up in orphanages that aren't treated right, and they, they statistically, they go to fucking to crime, and they're just not good people, and they're not productive. Well, I guess not good people, not productive is, 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 uh, is dependent upon how you view those. So, it, yeah. Yeah, um, so a friend of mine, his parents actually, uh, well, technically his, his stepmom is a social worker, and uh, so she had foster children in and out of their house, and okay. so I experienced that a little bit, just seeing, you know, what it was like, and man, it, it I feel so bad for those kids, you know, that uh, I think obviously every situation is different. Like the, there was two twin boys that were there one time and it sounded like they were taken away from their father because he was, I'm assuming they uh, found that he was a piece of shit or something and took him away until he got his shit together or whatever. And uh, I, I could just, you know, I can't imagine the kind of person you have to be to take care of you know, just two random kids, you know, that are going through a hard time. That's you're saying. Yeah, as I say, it, it's hard to look down on that person. But at the same time, on the flip side of this deal, because, you know, 
the uh, the foster home system, I mean, that's all, you know, uh, child protective services and the the children are considered wards of the state, you know, and yep. if you know me, you know that I hate fucking government, everything it fucking does. And, you know, it's no different in this situation. So, you know, even though I'm sure there are times where they do make the right decision and they take the children away from the parents. I know there are plenty of situations where it's the other way around where they just take children away because of one fucking instance where something bad happened and it either it wasn't in the parents' control or the parents made an honest mistake and put children in a situation they shouldn't have put them in. And if you would just let the parents learn from that mistake and not take the children away, you know, I mean, because even though there are foster homes that are good, there are there are foster homes that are bad. I mean, there are bad people out there that want children, and I think you know. Oh yeah, they want them just for the money. There, there's well, either they want them for the money or they want them for even worse reasons. You know, so uh, I mean, we can we can talk about a couple institutions right now that you know want children for the wrong reason. I mean, uh, obviously, Catholic Church being like the number one. And then, <laughs> uh, let's be honest, the public school system, I mean, how many how many stories do you remember from, you know, growing up of hearing about teachers messing around with kids? I mean, that's quite a few that I can think of. Uh, and I can't I, think of any specific ones, but I know that every time it came out, it was always the news of the day. And, and, and then it's always swept under the rug, just like the Catholic priest shit. So, I mean... Yeah, I, but yeah, I, that's crazy that one of your coworkers said that. That, that that's like immediately that that's like without problem. without any thought. Like you could tell that this dude felt very passionate about it. And I, I was like, I asked him. I was like, Hey, why is this? And he's like, Well, growing up, my my aunt and uncle used to take him in, and he's like, I was very close to my cousins, so you know, I'd see him a lot. And he said he felt horrible for him because y- you could tell that they were fucked up, like. <laughs> That some of them were just abused beyond all reason, and they just didn't feel safe. And then others, they, you know, you had some that they they, they flourished there because they're like, wow, I can finally, you know, I'm not getting beat every day, or I'm not. There's not bad people around, and nothing bad's gonna happen. Right. Huh. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty awesome. I never would have expected that. I wonder yeah, if that's... He, I wonder if he'd try to become like a Batman or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean. Batman, in my opinion, is a pretty big bitch. Like <laughs> he's just got bulletproof armor, a little bit of training, and he's filthy rich. Like if he didn't have the gadgets he had, he'd just ass kicked in a normal fight. <laughs> Plain and simple. Like anyone can be a Batman because you just have to have gadgets. That's what guns are. Guns are gadgets. Bad That's person true. shoot him. Bam on Batman. And you just say that and it gets you out off the hook immediately. Like you go in front of the judge, like you want her for murder. Not on Batman, sir. <laughs> and he's like you know he'd be like well where's your gadget and you just pull out your fucking uh, uh, rifle put it on the fucking desk and like bam the battering 2.5 <laughs> like this baby shoots bullets <laughs> <laughs> way more effective at uh, stopping criminals in the act <laughs> have you uh have you ever seen? Uh, do you ever watch any of the DC animated universe movies? No, I, so I've heard that they're super fucking good. My cousin, who I want to have on the show as well, she loves DC and she watches that shit all the time. She tries to get me to watch it. I just 
I don't, because if you listen to our previous one, I went on a rant about movies when you asked me about them. Yep. Eve. <laughs> yeah, uh, the DC animated movies are really good, like you, were, like your cousin <laughs> alluding to, and uh, so they, they, Sorry, they do... I am... <laughs> You're fine. Uh, so there's one. That, uh, it's based. Obviously, these are all based on comics, but uh, there's one <laughs> called the Flashpoint Paradox, where the Flash uh-huh. goes back, back in time. Uh, prevents his mother from being killed and then goes back to his what he thinks is his current time well uh, that screwed up the whole timeline and now uh, Bruce actually dies and his mom and dad stay alive and uh, I've heard about this isn't his parents completely evil no his mom his mom becomes the Joker and his, (laughs) his dad becomes uh the Batman, but he like is isn't the nice Batman that Bruce is. He's like the I'll fucking kill you if you piss me off, Batman. And, oh, uh, I mean because his son's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I it's mean, weird how that'll that'll happen. <laughs> yeah, who knew that your child dying in front of you would put you over the edge? <laughs> That's crazy. That just sounds like that sounds like that person shouldn't have had a kid in the first place. Oh, um, I mean. Clearly, they're mental, mentally unstable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird how death will alter your sight, your psyche yeah. so much, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Especially somebody like closely related. <laughs> yeah, like you know your own flesh and blood. <laughs> yeah. Fucking mentally unstable people everywhere. <laughs> I have to know a few that would probably murder somebody if they murdered their child. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'd say pretty much all of them. <laughs> But uh, now, uh, I was talking to my brother-in-law on the way up here on the trip, and he was saying that uh, there was there was talks because you know they're coming out with another Batman, of course, you know, with uh, the guy that played Edward from uh, the Twilight Saga. Oh yeah, 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 uh, shiny, shiny skin. Yep, I can't remember what his name is, but uh, I don't know. Just make yeah. one up. Call him Timmy. <laughs> so Timmy well, from Twilight. So they're coming out with that Batman, and I mean it looks okay, but goddamn, they've fucking they've beaten the Batman origin story to death. I mean it's almost they're redoing as, it again. Yeah. Well, well, why the fuck are you redoing it again? <laughs> this is like Spider Man. Remember when Spider Man redid yeah. the origin story every time, and the latest one they're like, "Fuck that, he's already dead." Yep. That's because yep. everyone knows the damn story. And if you don't go watch the old movies, exactly. Yep. Yeah, they've That's... done the bat. The Batman origin story was done in eighty. I can't remember. It was in the eighties with Michael Keaton. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So well, don't don't get me wrong. Uh, what's his fucking name? Not Heath Ledger, the other guy. Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah, he did a great Batman. I mean, yep. I'm not a huge uh, comic reader, so I can't, you know, speak to the accuracy of the movie. But I thought it was a great fucking movie series. Yep, yep, or I agree. Show, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, they're redoing fucking Batman again with sparkly tits from Twilight. Uh, and then, Timmy from Twilight. Yeah, whatever. And then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, but, I like sparkly tits. But my That's uh, sparkle tits. <laughs> 
my brother-in-law was saying that uh did you ever see the animated batman beyond uh series when you were younger like as a kid beef was i allowed to watch violent comics as a kid it wasn't violent it was a fucking batman cartoon yeah i wasn't allowed to watch power rangers because it was too violent so do you think i was allowed to watch batman when he beats people up probably not okay or transformers can watch transformers either wow can watch gi joe (laughs) so i think you can answer your own goddamn question (laughs) (laughs) okay okay well anyways so there was a uh, animated Batman cartoon called Batman Beyond, and it was set in the future of the, of the DC universe, where Batman, you know, is too old to stay as Batman, like go out and fight crime and shit. So he's uh, a little... like, gives him the red suit. What? Does he start wearing a red suit after that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the um, the main character is this young teenager. And uh, it's just some kid that happens to stumble into Bruce. And they, uh, so Bruce is in his 70s and he's basically teaching this young kid. I think his name is Terry. He's like kind of handing down the mantle of Batman to the young kid. And uh, there's talk of making Michael Keaton the old Batman and then having like a young kid, I don't know who, but somebody played the young Terry that becomes the new Batman. And I think yeah, why didn't they do that with sparkly tits? I, they probably should have. I don't know. Maybe that would that make more sense. I I go on, sorry, I keep interrupting you. But yeah, no, they I think that would be a great fucking thing for them to do. Um and then uh you know who William Defoe is? Yeah, everyone was William Defoe. He's the gay guy in fucking uh, uh, Boondock uh, Saints. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Uh, so He's yeah, yeah, he should be. He 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 should have been. Uh, so he played, you know, Goblin. Yeah, in the Spider Man, but then yeah. he also could have played the Joker really well. You know, I think he has the right. Oh, without a doubt, the facial structure and everything. My brother in law was talking to me about this, and I was like, "Yeah, what the fuck? What?" Like, I feel like the casting directors and shit of these movies, I don't know, They, I feel like uh, Hollywood is such a who-knows-who fucking culture to where they never Beef. cast the right fucking people. Come on, Beef. You already know that it's a who-knows-who just to move up in a company. That's true. Like, That's true. It doesn't matter where you're at. You could be a hot dog stand vendor. If you don't know the guy who sells the hot dogs to you from the company, you ain't getting shit. <laughs> Like, so, I mean, it, it is. Hollywood is just like that. If you look, most people that are actors, they don't come from nothing. Yeah, like, that's true. Most of the people you watch don't start out as fucking Dick uh, Billy Bob down at the gas station who spits tobacco in a cup all day. Like, typically, they're from rich families who can pay to have their child's children go to school. And it's usually some bullshit extreme thing. Like... The, the amount of people that break into acting isn't very high. <laughs> That's true. Like, typically, you have a, a background with, with money. Like That's what dictates if you're an actor. Is it, do you have the money for your family to put up for you to be an actor? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's just disappointing, you know, because, you know, I don't know. I, I guess. And who's to say that Willem Dafoe wasn't offered it? 
That's a good point. Maybe. Like, th- there's complete possibility he was offered, and he was like, fuck that, I don't want to do it. That's the other thing, too, is that actors are people. Yep. Like, if you if you ain't feeling that role, no matter how good other people think that you'll be at it, you ain't going to do well. Yeah, there's been a lot of, you know, especially, uh, I can't think of any examples right off the top of my head, but I, I'm sure there are actors that played roles and did them really well, but then in, like, behind the scenes, they're like, man, I fucking hated playing that fucking character and blah, 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 you know. And yeah. It's, it's crazy that you could be good at a role or pull off a character really well and then hate it. It's like, how the fuck does that make sense? Like, well, think about the people that do do TV shows. Like, they do that shit for years. Well, years. Yeah. Yeah. And they play the same character and they're like, well, shit, I'm tired of playing this character. I want something else. But you're making money. Yep. Like, uh, well, Game of Thrones. Like, uh, fucking uh robert downey jr you know he's gonna be iron man forever like yeah you he, you can't step outside of that or uh what's another famous actor that played a character and can never chris fucking... evans, captain america yeah chris evans captain america uh, uh chris hemsworth thor or uh you know like uh clint eastwood as a cowboy or dirty harry yeah. or uh yeah yeah Characters like that, like, how the fuck do you step out of that fucking character? <laughs> yeah, it's like, you've been this person for so long. How do you, how do you beat anything else? Yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> and then imagine getting bored with it. And that's, honestly, you got to think, they were, they, they played Iron Man and shit and did the, made those movies for years. It wasn't like they were done in a year. No. Those movies took years to produce and make and get done right. And it's like, they were these characters for a long time and then they're just done with it. Like. How many movies was the Iron Man for? Well, uh, so the first Iron Man came out in like 2007, 2008. So yeah. fucking 12 years he did that. Yeah. So, yeah. Like you eventually get to the point where you're like, yeah, I love this character and doing it, but I want something else. Yeah. Or he wants to retire. Like, and uh, people are like, oh, actors don't have a hard job. Well, they don't, honestly. Like you're just acting. Yeah. Like you're. So, but, but it's a different kind of hard because you're gonna mentally wear yourself out. I was gonna say like, that, it's not physically demanding. I, I was gonna say it's it's not fair to say it's not hard. I would say it's a different type of uh, difficulty. You know. It, it, yeah. Yep. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just it, just a typical view on that. You know, like obviously you go interview a coal miner and they're gonna laugh at actors bitching about their lifestyle. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I agree with that. But now, <laughs> lifestyle that's different. Like I, I'd say work. Like because eh, I would, I would definitely be envious of anybody who had a lifestyle where they don't have to do jack shit. Yep. But, <clears throat> but I, I, work, I mean, work-wise, like, the work, the what you're doing is different. It's yeah. different. It's like comparing a doctor to a fucking farmer. Because I mean, if I'm sure if you, if you go interview, you know, some actress that had to suck Harvey Weinstein's dick to get a role, <laughs> she's gonna be pretty traumatized about that whole experience, even though she's making millions of dollars, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I agree with that. Yeah, no, like, I, I do too. And so, so talking about that, it. It's hard for me to feel bad for the people that did suck his dick to get that role because you didn't have to do that. It just made it easier. Yes. Like, yep. she, they, like, could, they could have turned around, you know. I mean, obviously, if he, like, physically forced them to do it, that's a whole different story. Oh, yeah. And he that, should have his dick chopped off. Exactly. At that point. Then, like, yeah, like fuck right him. in front of everybody. You know, the fucking old guy style chopping blocks for, for decapitation? Yep. Dick's right there. 
public's all around throwing shit at him and what? Yes, exactly. This pillar and the stones are gone, baby. <laughs> yeah, pillar and the stones. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I I feel like most of the situations is like he invited them up to a hotel room. They walk in. He's naked on a massage table and he's like, hey, you know, you do me a favor and I'll let you star in this movie. And then she made the decision or he, you know, I don't know what who yeah, all was yeah. involved in that. But <laughs> You're my cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I guess if if you don't mind sucking dick for a movie role and making billions of dollars, you know, it's only one dick, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and that's that's kind of how I feel about it. Honestly, if I wasn't engaged and someone offered a million dollars to suck a dick, I'd probably start sucking a dick. <laughs> like, tax free million dollars? That's 40 years of work if you make $50,000 a year. Yeah, true. Like, true. Like, that's, that's no taxes, though. So that's what's like, I'd be set for life. Like, people are like, oh, a million dollars won't last you long. If you're not stupid, it will. Yep. Like, a million dollars will pay for the rest of your life if it's tax free because you don't. You earn a million dollars making fifty thousand dollars after what did I say forty years? 20 yeah, years? forty years. Yeah, yeah, it's forty years. Yeah, you'll make that, but you're not getting all of it. You're right. seeing all of it, and so it's like, yeah, yeah. You flop a dick in front of me, and it's decent size. And it doesn't smell. Say a million dollars tax free. You got the suitcase right there. No recording devices are around, and I have a guarantee that no one will know about it. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting that million dollars. <laughs> and I, like, then, I like how we just took a serious conversation and we turned it into the locker room conversation when you were like 16. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're talking about the horribleness of Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, like, I remember so many times after football practice, like, all the guys would be in the locker room, and somebody would bring up that fucking question. Be like, dude, if Bill Gates showed up right now and he get, was going to give you a million dollars, would you suck his dick? <laughs> yeah, I remember that now, too, like you say. It was always that uh, weight trainer for me because I didn't do sports. Oh, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, yeah, I can sell my dignity. <laughs> <laughs> Well, everybody has a price. I don't give a shit who you are. You know. Yeah, I know. Everyone's like, I would never do that. Never. Yeah, you're telling me that you were in a room. No one would ever know. Like, that man's memory that you just sucked off and blanked out afterwards. And yep. you walk out with cash. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Only yep. one's going to see you is Jesus. And Jesus is going to understand. Because he's like, man, I wish I wasn't as poor as I fucking was. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, if I could have sucked dick to not get crucified, I would have sucked dick. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, like if I would have got a spear through my fucking chest, hanging <laughs> up on a cross. He's like, "Where the dicks in? Come on, please!" Like, you know, he's running around pulling down people's shirts. There's no dick here. There's no dick. <laughs> oh fuck me! Yeah, you're going to hell. Uh, and I'm not going to hell. Uh, I'm not. I'm. A, I'm a saint, beef. Come on now. I yeah. said that at the beginning. Uh-huh. Saint. Saint Midge. I almost I was saying my name, but I didn't. I'm good. All right, let's wrap this shit up, bro. Yep, it's been over an hour. Well, yep. Uh, it was good talking to everybody. Glad that we were able to bring you content, even though we're separated by hundreds of miles. And and our hearts are broken because we miss each other's beautiful faces. 
Yes, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was our, our email again? I don't, I don't think that uh, people remember that very well. Our email? We got a single email, which we forgot to read. Oh, shit. Yeah, we did. Damn it. Uh, but we'll get, we'll catch it next time when we're together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be easier when we're sitting Because it's hilarious. It's it's great. We're starting to show out next time with that beef. Yeah, we we need to. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like I'm the ass of all these fucking emails. <laughs> You've been the ass of every joke since we've been friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, every time. Like, think about it. Think about it. When have you not been the target of ridicule? From anybody in our group of friends. Don't kill yourself. We love you. But anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. So we'll we'll read emails next episode. Uh but yeah. what's our email address, anyways? Yeah. If you want to contact us, our email is mbmachinepod at protonmail.com. I, I didn't hear that quite well. It kind of broke up. What was that again? That is mbmachinepod at protonmail.com. You know, I just didn't catch it, damn it. I'm sure other people aren't catching either because we ain't getting emails. So just one more time, please. Oh, whoa, oh, oh, oh. You, 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 you gonna hear me? You gonna hear me now? My name, the email is, that's mbmachinepod at protonmail.com. All right, hopefully you guys understand what that is now and how to email. If you don't, we will help you figure out how to email us. All right. Been great talking to everybody. You guys have a wonderful day. Blessed art thou. Yep. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, I'm gonna go ride snow buggy. He's trying not to die. So have a good one, everybody. Yeah. Do great.